welcome to the All Saints Podcast. We began this podcast by bringing you the sermons from the 10 a.m. service on Sunday mornings. With the ongoing orders to stay home and continue to socially distance, we're now bringing you the homilies that Father Ed has been recording in locations all around where he is staying. It has been a difficult time for many of us and for our church, but I hope that listening to these homilies as they are produced on location can bring a bit of comfort to us all. As you'll hear from this week's homily, recorded outside at a sheep farm in North Carolina, there's a lot of background noise that may make it a bit hard to hear, but I can promise you this is a homily worth listening to, and our rector's message comes through loud and clear. Additionally, there's a great visual component to this homily, so if you have the ability to view it on the All Saints YouTube page, I highly recommend you do so. So now a homily for Sunday, May 3rd, 2020. Today is Good Shepherd Sunday on the church calendar. It's a day on which Jesus announces himself in the imagery of the Good Shepherd. And he's also called other things. In John's Gospel in chapter 10, he's called the Good Shepherd because he lays down his life for his sheep. He dies for the sheep. But in the book of Hebrews, he's called the Great Shepherd because he rises from the dead to pave the way and show his sheep how to get to eternal life. And in 1 Peter, Peter calls him the Chief Shepherd because he's going to come back again and take us to heaven. The good shepherd, the great shepherd, the chief shepherd. He's all these things to us in all different ways. Behind me, you see the sheep at my feet and the feet of my wife, Patty, who's filming this, is one of the sheep dogs who watches over them and protects them at night. And also way over my shoulder again, you see Elvis the donkey up on the hill. We'll see him more later in this video, but we saw him on Palm Sunday, if you remember. Now, Jesus said three important things here. He was giving his discourse in chapter 10 when the Pharisees, the legalists, interrupted him and challenged who he was. And when they asked him who he was, he described to them, I am the good shepherd. And he said this, he said, I am the good shepherd. My sheep know my voice. They know me and I know them and they follow me. They know my voice. I know them and they know me and they follow me. Now, knowing the Lord's voice is very important. If we don't know the shepherd's voice, we're going to get lost. Most of us listen to the wrong voices in the world. We hear the voices of media, of government, of the marketplace, of the culture, of our friends, of people we work with, people in our family, relationships and all. We hear all those voices. Jesus points out in this teaching that some people are hearing the voices of robbers and thieves and con artists and those who would do us harm. Where the true shepherd, the good shepherd, only knows one thing. He wants to speak with his voice for the good of his sheep. And the Lord will never tell us anything that is bad for us. Perhaps the most dangerous voice of all that we listen to is the voice of self. We hear our own voice. We don't listen to the Lord, but we think we know best. Many people think they don't even need a good shepherd. They don't need the Lord to help them. They could do it on their own, they think. And their lives are calamity after calamity. Doom befalls them. And while those who listen to the Lord still have their own calamities, they don't go through them with the stress and the struggle and the anxiety and the misery that attends those who do not have a good shepherd or do not know him. So we listen for his voice. My, one of my favorite stories about this is an old telegraph office over 100 years ago, maybe 1910, 1920, something like that, where seven or eight applicants are sitting in a telegraph office, all knowing Morse code and ready to get a job, waiting to be interviewed, and finally a last of them walks in, and they're standing there for a minute or two listening. 
And what they're hearing is the cacophony of this telegraph office. Many typewriters going, many Morse code telegraph keys being clicked upon, voices talking, people moving about, very loud. And as the applicants are sitting there, the last one to walk in suddenly gets up without notice, walks past the reception desk, goes directly into the executive office and closes the door, leaving the other applicants wondering, what in the world is that fellow doing? A few minutes later, the executive himself comes out and says to the applicants, you can all go home. I've hired the gentleman who walked in first. Of course, everybody protested. He was the last one to arrive. He walked in with no invitation, and he gets the job. Why? The executive explained. He said, the entire time you were sitting here, and all the noise that was going on, the din of this office, all the telegraph keys in Morse code were clicking this message. Please come directly into the office if you hear this message. If you can recognize what is being said, you have the job. That man heard it and came in. None of the rest of you recognized. And much is the same with the noise of the world and the din of the world. We don't hear the voice of Jesus. But the one who has careful ears, whose ears are peeled to listen for the Lord, we hear the things that may win us a job or save us from some trouble or heal us in a difficult situation or take us down the road or the path that's necessary for a good and nurturing life. My sheep know my voice, says Jesus. But he goes on. He says, they know me and I know them. While these sheep on this farm certainly know their shepherd, Mr. McKinney, who owns this place, and why do they know him? Why do you know me or I know you? Why does anyone know anyone? They spend time with one another. They listen to one another. They share their hearts with one another. They depend on one another and trust one another. And in this time of a shutdown, we can trust our Lord Jesus. We can spend time with him like never before. We can read the Bible. We can pray our prayers. We can worship him in our hearts. We can sing the hymns. And we know him. And he knows us, living every day and every minute of every day in communion with him, in conversation with him. Finally, the last thing he has to say is they follow me. My sheep know my voice. I know them. They know me. And they follow me. Well, a lot of us are following the Lord, or at least we're trying. But you say, how do I follow him? What does that look like to follow him? It means doing those things that he tells us to do in his teachings, in his ways, in his commandments, in his holiness, in his grace. Doing those things, even when we ourselves might think to do something differently. We follow a separate way from the way that we would normally go because he has taught us that. So we hold in our hearts that we're going to take action. We're going to move now. We're not just hearing this teaching about his voice and knowing him, but having that in our hearts, we move, we change our lives, we do things differently, we act, we take up a part in his army, if you would, and live our lives his way. It's Good Shepherd Sunday. He's the Good Shepherd, the Great Shepherd, and the Chief Shepherd all in one. Now, why don't we put this to the test? Follow me while we check it out as we follow the sheep on the field and give them a call in their master's voice. Now here we are ready to put into a road test the whole experiment that Jesus teaches us in the 10th chapter of John. He says that his sheep know his voice alone and not other voices. We're here on the farm of our good friend Mr. Ralph McKinney looking at his sheep over my shoulder back there. You can see them. And even more fun perhaps for some of you who saw the Palm Sunday video is Elvis the donkey up on the hillside up there with Big Tom and Big Tim and some of the other horses all up there grazing and having a time. Now when Ralph calls his sheep, he has a particular saying. He'll go, coo sheep, coo sheep. 
and I'm losing my dignity here. I'm making a fool of myself, but the Apostle Paul said that we are all fools for Christ. And so it's my honor to make a fool of myself for my Lord. The first day of this month of April is April Fool's Day. And just like Easter runs past Easter Day, maybe April Fool's Day runs past April Fool's. Now I'm going to call the sheep with that coo sheep sound, and I bet nothing's going to happen. If they come running, we know the teaching might be off. And after I supposedly fail, and I'm sure I will, I'm going to ask Ralph to do it. We'll watch the sheep come running. Get the kids ready. This one could be fun. Here we go. Coo sheep! Coo sheep! I'm kind of striking out here. Ralph, if you come into the frame here for us and show us how it's done, here's the real master. Ralph, let it rip. Sheep know the master's voice, they come running. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. I know them and they know me and they follow me as they follow the good shepherd here. So the teaching is true. Our Lord once again has not led us astray. He is the good shepherd. He is the great shepherd. He is the chief shepherd and he's our shepherd. One of the most amazing stories I ever heard came from a friend of mine named Denley who told me about how he lived on a farm and he has a voice almost identical to his father's voice. And his father would call their farm animals and he would yell, come on boys, come on boys. And the animals would come running for their food. But when Denley himself tried to do it, they would not come running. They wouldn't come because even though his voice was just like his father's, they could tell the faint difference. An even better story derives from a, a pastor in Ohio named Bob Crabtree. Mr. Crabtree went to Russia, and while he was in Russia, he said he saw two great herds of sheep, each of them coming down a road in opposite directions, following their shepherds. And as they got close together, the two shepherds stopped to talk. And then the hundreds and hundreds of sheep co-mingled and got so mixed up and swirled together you couldn't tell any from the other. He said they stood there for 10 or 15 minutes as the two shepherds talked like that. And Bob wondered how in the world they were going to separate them at the end. When they finished talking, he said one shepherd walked in one direction, one walked in the other, each of them calling their sheep by their particular signature calling, and the herds instantly, perfectly separated as if by magic. Well, that's the way it is with us. When the world is calling us with one voice and Jesus is calling us with the other, we instantly separate and go to him and follow him. For he is the good shepherd, he is the great shepherd, and he is the chief shepherd. What a wonderful way to separate and to celebrate Good Shepherd Sunday. Amen and God bless you all. Thank you again for listening to the All Saints Podcast. I hope you'll continue to download future episodes. You can subscribe and have the episodes delivered automatically each week by going to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and clicking subscribe. We'll be back next week with a new homily. And until then, please be well, stay safe, and God bless.